Hello everyone, this is Dr. Alex Avila with Love University and we're back. I'm an author, psychologist, and speaker. Every week we can talk about how to love ourselves, others, and a higher nature, how to improve our finances, career, health, relationships, and spirituality. And today we have a very important topic that really goes to the essence of who you are. It is called Love Your Work and Love Your Life. The famous Lebanese philosopher and poet Khalid Gibran said, Work is love made visible. In other words, if you do what you love for work, it's not work, but it's infinite play and joy. To love your work, you can begin by considering your don. The word don comes from the Latin phrase don divino, gift from God. Your don is your special God-given or nature-given talent or gift. Perhaps you're gifted at writing, entertaining, athletics, science, business, hands-on crafts, academics, teaching, comforting, caretaking, and so forth. Ask yourself, does doing this activity make my heart sing and my spirit soar? Once you discover your don, you can use it to contribute to and uplift the world. You realize that your career, occupation, or business, used rightly, is part of the restoration of the earth. In this way, you can bring love where there is fear and peace where there is anxiety. By tapping into your don, your special gift, you become a different person. Your self-esteem and self-confidence increases, and you have more stick-to-itiveness. Where before, you may have chastised yourself for being aimless, blocked, or lazy. Now you have a new energy burst to help you smash through your problems and achieve your ultimate goals. No matter how small or insignificant you think your contribution may be, someone somewhere will benefit from the work you do. Their lives will be uplifted and their burden will be lightened in some way. Let's take a look at one of the biggest secrets of loving your work. And that is to give the fruits of your don, your talent, to the higher nature, God, spirit, or nature. And allow the higher nature to give you back what it will. When you do this, you will no longer be burdened by the expectations that you must receive a certain reward or benefit from your work, whether it's in the form of money, titles, award, praise, position, or influence. You're not working for the rewards of your work. You're simply doing what you love to do, and that is all. Regardless of what you receive or don't receive from your don and your work, you will be content. You know you have given your best to the world, and you're fulfilling your life purpose. With this mindset, you give your gifts away in service to others. You won't wait until you have a certain amount of money or accolades before you paint the wall, teach the class, or invent the project. You simply do whatever the dawn inside you is calling you to do. In this way, all the success, well-being, and joy that belongs to you will come to you naturally and abundantly. In the past, you may have worked primarily for rewards, including money, recognition, or a feeling of success. Now you see it work differently as a labor of love. When you work with love, and give up the need to receive anything else from it. You suddenly liberate your creative work spirit. Now instead of being tired and drained all the time, you are capable of infinite work. You can work far longer and much harder than ever before because your work is full of ease. You no longer feel compelled to meet perfectionistic goals or unrealistic deadlines. You stop sacrificing your health and family time for your work or career. You get off the never-ending treadmill of trying to prove your worth through work. When you give up the fruits of your labor to the higher nature, you feel more liberated and relaxed. Now you can work for the sheer pleasure and love of the work. Your creative juices flow within the work activity. As a result, you work more efficiently and you accomplish more from your work. You understand that the more love you put into your work without expecting anything back, the happier and more successful you will be. To relinquish the fruits of your labor to the higher nature, repeat the following words to yourself each morning before you go to work. Dear higher nature, God, spirit, or nature, today I give you the results of my work, the fruits of my labor. I will not work solely for money, accolades, or success. 
I will work for the sake of love. Through my work, I have loved myself, others, and you, my higher nature. Now I can rest comfortably with full contentment. I have worked with love. By working for the higher nature without expecting anything in return, things will suddenly be different for you. Not only will you be more content than ever before, but you will also work harder and better than you ever have. You will be capable of infinite work. Because the old strain and stress of having to be perfect or accomplish more is removed from your mind, you now have enormous energy and capacity for achieving great things through your work. It's like you have released the brakes on a super race car. Now you can soar into the roadways of work with ultimate power and precision. At this point, you have become one with the task. You have merged your mind with your work so there is no separation, no disunity. Instead of being self-conscious about yourself and your problems, you are relaxed, peaceful, and joyous. You no longer worry about what you will receive from your efforts. You have no thoughts of reward. As a result, the fruits of your work, the result, will become excellent because you have freed yourself from distractions and unnecessary worries and regrets. Your daily labor becomes a work of art because you infuse it with one of the most powerful ingredients on earth, love. When you work with the full power of your don, you will be more inspired in what you do. You will upgrade your energy from listless to powerful, from weak to invincible. In truth, you are given as much power in this world as you are willing to use on the higher nature's behalf. Sharing your gifts with others is the best way to thank the higher nature for the talents you have been given. The more you use your gifts to help others, the more they will increase as you elevate yourself even more. Without the burden of expectations and preconceived notions of what work can bring to you, your work will become a great joy. It will be the ultimate manifestation of the love energy you possess inside. The more you offer the fruits of your labor to the higher nature, without expecting anything in return, the happier you will feel and the more pure and beautiful your work will be. Now your labor will truly benefit others and yourself because you have unleashed your true potential. Perhaps this is when you will write that bestseller, come up with an invention to help the world, or start a revolutionary business. This is when you will raise children with love and wisdom, help keep the environment clean, and entertain and inspire the world with your talents. Now is the time to do your work the right way, with love, peace, and power. Why not start today with your new attitude toward work? You will see the tremendous difference it can make in your life. Now, Jonathan, my producer, I know that you work extremely hard. Every time I see you, you seem like you pulled an all-nighter, you're a producer, you got a lot of things going on. So how do you maintain love for your work when you're so busy? Well, I think it's important to have like some kind of passion for what you're doing. So uh, for me, I like, I enjoy learning when I work. So in my field of work, I'm always learning new things, whether it's technological or social skills or something like that. I'm always learning something. Definitely. Learning is very important. But also, the other thing is, I know you're a producer and you have a lot of beautiful aspirations with music and other things, but sometimes it takes a long time. Yeah. And people get impatient. Do you ever get impatient that you're not the rock producer or whatever you want to be in the future? Um, yeah, I mean, I am, I'm always working on something and like some songs, like, I don't think I told you this, but like I've been working on a song, like a, like a jingle for a oh, company. Okay. And we've been working on it for a couple months now. Yeah. Can you sing a little bit of it? No. <laughs> Why? Because it's confidential or because you don't sing too much? Well, I'm not even the singer on the thing. I just saw produce a track. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I see. What is it about? If you could tell us a little bit. It's just like a song that you drink to. Oh, drink to? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, joy, joy, joy or something? Or it's more like, uh, what's it called? 
It's like just saying like drinking, like like, like let's take shots, but in Spanish, essentially. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So you're working on an interesting uh, project here. Mm-hmm. And the key is that we need to have patience for our don to materialize. When you start to use your don, your great gift or talent, you have to remain patient. Let's say you start out in a new business venture like you're doing here. You can realize that you're just doing fine if you only serve a few people well through your work in the beginning. As long as you provide great value and benefit and continue fine-tuning your business, you will find that more people will resonate with your product or service. They will want what you have to offer. Soon you may find that you are serving a significant part of your community, region, or even the world. The more you get serious about serving others, the more the universe will get serious about helping you accomplish your dreams. Here's another point to consider. Don't be envious of other people who are in your field and appear to be doing better than you. First of all, recognize that you don't really know their inner lives. Perhaps they're suffering from their own self-defeating thoughts despite their external success. If that is the case, there's nothing for you to envy because they're not really happy with themselves, regardless of their apparent career or business success. Also, despite another person's inner or outer success, the truth is that there is nothing for you to be envious about. Everyone has their dawn, their personal path to fulfillment and greatness. To liberate yourself from envy, you need to be grateful for the success of others. Bless their journey and praise their gifts. When you do this, you realize that there is an abundance of resources and gifts in the universe for you and everyone else. There is no need for you to be envious or to believe that someone else's success is your failure. On the contrary, you can rejoice when someone succeeds in the field you would like to prosper in. This tells you that if they succeeded, you can too. You are both children of creation, sons and daughters of the higher nature. You realize there is enough goodness, talent, and love to go around. You just need to carve out your own slice of dawn talent from the pie of greatness, the universe of talent, as you uplift others along the way. Now, Jonathan, be honest with me. Do you ever get envious? I know there's people that have been very successful producers and musicians, and you look at them and you're working very hard, but you're not there. Does that ever enter your mind? So I do get like envious or jealous sometimes, but something that I learn is that you shouldn't be envious of other people's timelines. By that, I mean that, you know, you, you want to be somewhere else in your life already. Like I want to be more successful or I want to be more rich and famous, but it's like, I mean, maybe it'll come one day. You just keep working at it, and if it comes, it comes. Essentially, you shouldn't you shouldn't compare your progress to other people. Excellent point, Jonathan. And really, in psychology and spirituality, there are three levels of comparison that people do when looking at other people. One is downward comparison. They look at people that are doing worse than them, and they actually feel better momentarily because they're doing better. <laughs> or they look at upward comparison. They look at people that are doing better, and they may feel worse because I'm not as good. The key is to do something entirely different. It is called inward comparison. Compare yourself to the way you may have been before, to the way you are now, if you're growing, and assuming that you are making progress and growth. That's the best way to do things. That way you can never feel bad because you only compare yourself to your previous self and you're becoming better every day. Now, once you bring your natural talent into the world of work, your next step is to harmonize with the dawns and talents of others in the workplace. An important part of this process is to be compassionate toward those you work with on a daily basis. Compassion in the workplace occurs when your goal is to relieve the suffering of all people, including employees, managers, associates, vendors, clients, customers, affiliates, and business partners. You will provide loving energy and true concern for everyone regardless of their position or status. When you express compassion in the workplace, you will uplift the spirits of the people you work with. 
and you will create a more harmonious and productive work environment. In the process, you will also increase your own sense of satisfaction and well-being. Workers feel more valued and worthy when they receive compassion from supervisors, owners, co-workers, and managers. They also see their organization as being caring, helpful, and supportive. In addition, those who work in a compassionate organization tend to have more work satisfaction as well as fewer incidences of absenteeism and emotional exhaustion. Because they feel valued and important, they want to give their best to the organization. One of the best ways to bring compassion to the workplace is through random acts of kindness. Doing kind things for people you interact with at work. Co-workers, managers, clients, vendors, and affiliates. For example, for a customer or clients, you can offer an unexpected gift or a discount. For service providers, you may want to give them an extra tip or bonus. At the office, you can also help a coworker deal with a difficult task. You will give them emotional support if they need it. On certain occasions, you may want to bring a dessert or tasty dish to share with your coworkers and associates as you take the opportunity to get to know them better. Perhaps you will tell your supervisors, coworkers, and clients how much you appreciate them. You can express this in person or by sending them a gratitude email or text. You can also participate in or start a kindness contest in which prizes are offered to the kindest employee, to the person who has demonstrated the most kindness in a given month. Maybe the winner helped lighten the load of their co-workers, brought goodies to the office, or wrote a song praising the talents of others. Or they may have had just a kind word for everyone. By making kindness a worthy goal to achieve at work, a kindness chain can be created in which one person's kindness inspires another person to be kind as well. In this way, kindness spreads throughout the organization and employees are motivated to be kinder to each other. In this atmosphere of kindness and compassion, work satisfaction and productivity will be significantly increased. To increase the compassion you have in your workplace, try this exercise. Step one, imagine that you're in a work setting, either a place of business or home office, and you're sitting quietly by yourself. You have a lot of work piled up in front of you, yet you are calm and relaxed. Now visualize that you're sending loving energy to yourself through a certain colored light, maybe yellow or orange, that symbolizes love and well-being. Feel the warmth, relaxation, and self-acceptance from the loving energy as it spreads throughout your entire body. Step two, now visualize that you're sending the same loving energy to a business colleague, associate, employee, coworker, manager, vendor, service provider, customer, or client. Perhaps they're under the heavy strain and stress of their own work tasks, or maybe they're suffering from the pain of a personal matter. Imagine that your loving light energy is washing over them and healing them. Step three, finally spread your loving light energy to all the businesses and the people who work there in your community, your country, and the world. Whether you know them or not, imagine that you're sending love to them so they can do their job better and produce greater products and services to help humanity. Imagine that you're witnessing a great increase in productivity, love, and contribution among all the people on earth as they do their daily labor with love, energy, and commitment. Visualize this loving energy and productivity as it flows from classrooms to laboratories, boardrooms to kitchens, and courtrooms to factories. When you do this type of meditation to help others in the work and business world, you also help yourself as well. First of all, you support the authenticity and purpose within you. Because you realize that you have an abundance of resources to give to others, you understand that your purpose is to be your truest self and contribute your don, talent, to make the world a better place. At the same time, you cultivate an open-hearted spaciousness. It gives you a wonderful feeling of expansion. Now you can relax and let life and solutions come to you naturally and spontaneously. 
You will no longer be psychologically tight and have a push-get mentality in which you try to force or push everything you can acquire or get from life and other people. Instead, you allow all the good things of life to flow to you naturally. By practicing compassion on a daily basis like this, your mind begins to shift into an open creative space. You move from self-worry and feeling sorry for yourself to a compassionate collaboration with the universe and the world in which you're able to give and receive love. That is a beautiful way to live. So love university students, realize that you can work with love and you can also love your work and your life. All you have to do is, first of all, express your dawn, your God-given talent, whether it's caretaking, teaching, writing, science, business, working with your hands. Number two, get the fruits of your dawn, the results, to the higher nature, what you call God, spirit, or nature. So you don't work just for the accolades or, or personal rewards. You work because you give it to this higher nature, and the higher nature will reward you by giving you whatever you need in material and spiritual form. And finally, bring daily compassion to the workplace. Extend loving energy to your people that you work with, employees, customers, vendors, supervisors, and make sure that you create a loving and beautiful environment. If you do this, love university students, you will have a tremendous amount of pleasure and joy in the work, and it no longer becomes what we call work. It becomes joy and peace and play. People who love their work the most often say, I play through my day. I've never worked a day in my life. So love university students, if you want to comment on today's show, be on a future show, or if you have a show idea, Contact us at 310-226-8090. Visit us at loveuniversity.love. Write to us at loveuniversitylove at gmail.com. You can download the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can like us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love University Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Love Letter U Podcast. So until next time, Love University students, go out and work with love and live with happiness. So Dr. Alex Avila, Love University, put away your notebooks, iPads, your phones. Class is now dismissed.